Good morning and welcome to ASL's HR in 10 at 10. I'm Jason Perry and I'm Kimberly Bradshaw and we're going to bring you up to date with what's going on in the wonderful world of employment law and HR. So Kimberly, last week you and I talked about don't rush out of lockdown, didn't we? We did indeed. You heard it first here. Indeed. I think the CIPD were watching us. I, uh, Obviously. <laughs> I, I noticed that the, uh, I think it's the chief policy advisor at CIPD now, despite Boris's um, best advice of everybody rush back to the office, it's kind of saying slow down a little, isn't he? Yes, um, you know, although we know that things are changing, we don't know what's around the corner and we need to be braced and ready in case there's a, another variant that mm. isn't as smooth as uh, the current one. Uh, so, you know, what the, what he's advising basically is to do it a bit by bit, baby steps, as we yes. were talking about last week. Absolutely. Um, it, it's interesting because I noticed yesterday Sainsbury's have uh, said from a retail perspective, and I think as have John Lewis and obviously Waitrose, that they would like to keep face masks in store. Um, and the other big one is the train companies. You know, this big return to the office, which I understand the intention was to restart city economies. But the big return to the office, the trains aren't putting on extra services for them, are they? No, they're not. And I'm not quite certain, no longer being a commuter into London, uh, I don't know what the train services are these days, but I would assume that they've got a reduced service on. Uh, but, you know, then also might be a lot of companies who have stuck with uh, the hybrid working. So people are mm. only in a couple of days. So overall, it reduces the number of people on a train. Yeah, it, it, it's interesting to watch. I mean, the advice from the CIPD really does follow from what we were saying last week of don't rush this, take gentle steps. And I think there's a really big point. Um, I, you know, as I start saying those words, I start thinking, oh, here we go again. But it, it, it's the thing you and I always talk about. You need to carry your people with you, don't you? Yeah. Employee engagement. Yeah, exactly. You know, <clears throat> excuse me, win the hearts and minds of, of everybody. Get them involved so that, yes. you know, we, we've been talking to people, haven't we, where there's been... Uh, employees are concerned about coming back mm. and you've got to involve them in the process, engage them, get their views and demonstrate how safe you're doing. And, you know, we know from some local employers that, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, are still going to go way above and beyond yes. uh, the, the requirements to protect their staff. Yes, yeah. I'm, I'm going to jump completely sideways for a minute because on that point, there was a really interesting tribunal um, we talked about a bit yesterday, but um, I forget the name, but it was a, a lady that worked in um, a pet, um, I think a pet food retailer, a pet shop. Yeah. Um, and by normal measures, she had no employment rights because she was less than two years service and working on a zero hours contract. And it's exactly that point. She was hugely concerned about the COVID policies and keeping people safe. And on the basis of her concerns, um, they, she uh, was a whistleblower, they didn't take it seriously, and they fired her, didn't they? 
They did indeed. Um, and, you know, as you've just pointed out, the key point there being they didn't follow an appropriate process yes. that was at ACAS standards or above. Yes. And there was no employee engagement. This key point, you have to bring your people with you. And it's no good yeah. just having one of the workers, um, you know, uh, shall we say, disapproved by other colleagues because of their view and having some kind of mob rule. You have to bring people together and get them to understand why you're doing what you're doing, get them to support yeah. what you're doing and actually gain some kind of consensus. Um, Absolutely. That's what we call leadership, really, isn't it? Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> ah, shall we move on a little bit? What should we talk about next? There's loads going I, on. I want to chuckle about the, the research that said that we're all being kinder after COVID. Um, it was um, AXA, I think, mm. did the research, didn't they? And apparently from that, a half of workers said that they are kinder to their colleagues than they were at the start of the pandemic. I'm sure but, you were always kind, Kimberly. I try to be, yes. <laughs> you know what it's like, sometimes our job is, you know, you have to be pretty tough. Mm. Um but, you know, I'm thinking, is that actually right? Uh, certainly, my personal experience in the early stages of the pandemic mm. were that people were more considerate and, you know, supported each other. Is that still happening? I'm not certain. Do you know, there's some interesting points, because a little like that tribunal we just mentioned, in that case her colleagues were really unimpressed that she was saying, wear your mask, um, you know, wash your hands, yeah. whatever these things were. Um, and they weren't at all kind towards her, and that was why she was fired. But generally, I would say there has been a much greater awareness of people's struggles, of yeah. mental health issues. Yeah. So we've seen a much larger number of people in society, in employment, um, comment on their own uh, fragility and say, I'm not coping very well this week. Yes, I think it was about 60% said that um, there's there's been a destigmatization of yes. mental health and yeah. people are more willing to talk about it, share it. Uh, and I think that is an absolute positive. Mm. You know, I'm, it's one of my bandwagons, yes. as you know. Yes. Uh, and if people, I just hope that as places open up again, that doesn't reduce again. I hope it yes. goes, keeps moving forward. But I think in that sense, I can see the argument that we have become kinder, yeah. if that's the right word. We've become a little more understanding of other people's difficulties. Yeah. And I suppose in that sense, we can. And I said right at the beginning of this, you know, it's slightly scary. It's pretty much two years ago that this is a little bit like going into the Second World War. We have to view this differently and pull together. Um, mm. And I think there is an extent to which that has happened and people have become more tolerant of how others are coping and yeah. supportive of each other in that. So I can kind of see where they're going, I think. Yes, definitely. And also having a good line manager 
is very important in that. Uh, I think those that have struggled, uh, you know my views on this, but those that have struggled to remotely manage effectively will be the ones most calling for people to come back rather than having adapted their own style of line management. Yes, it's working out how you uh, do that and come back. Um, I'm looking at the time and I'm thinking, I think we've got time just to squeeze in that really important tribunal. Ah, um, uh, yes, Scarsdale Nursing Home. Indeed. Is that what it was called? In, yeah. in, indeed, I think you've got that one right. But what fascinated me about this one is about a year before the government made vaccines mandatory in the care sector, even before anyone was talking about vaccines being mandatory, um, in December 2020, this lady with, I think, something like 14 years service, um, was told that she needed to have the vaccine to continue working in her care job. Um, and when she declined it, she was fired. She was. Um, and also, you know, there was no mention of religious or pharmaceutical concerns. No. Um, and, for you know, their view was that they were suspending her because of the safety of their patients. Indeed. And also worth stressing, you know, we talk about some areas where, you know, there are doctors that have contractually an obligation to have certain uh, vaccines. There's nothing in her contract of employment that said the employer had the right to do this. But as you say, they decided for the safety of their patients um, that this was a business requirement and there was even an insurance issue there but they followed it they had every procedure spot on they followed the process they communicated they explained the consequences to her they tried to support her but she had a belief that governments were lying to us that vaccines were unsafe Um, and they couldn't help her past it could they no, they couldn't. Uh, but I think what uh, what then emerged was that she had Rastafarian beliefs. Yes. And I think she tried to argue her point on the basis of that. Mm. But nobody, her colleagues, employers, nobody had had any awareness of her no, Rastafarian no. beliefs before that. Yeah. But I think because they tried to support and they followed due process at each point, the really interesting thing is the tribunal found on the side of the employer, which was not necessarily what most of us would have expected in that. Um, And the line is they pursued a reasonable business procedure. They had reasonable business reasons for wanting her to have the vaccine. She declined and she therefore declined a work management instruction. And therefore, the dismissal was deemed to be fair. Now, this arguably still has to go to the Employment Appeals Tribunal, assuming it does. Um, But it's a big landmark case, I think, isn't it? I think it has huge ramifications. Um, And I think, you know, this is going to be one of those cases that people use for years going forward. Mm. Um, So, yeah, I'm really interested to see what's going to happen at appeal, though. Watch this space. It does say as an employer, if you do it for the right reason and you do it in the right way, get your processes, your HR, your employee engagement right, you can go with the no jab, no job. Yeah. So 
there we go on that note i think we've run out of time kimberly so we shall wrap up for today but it's been an absolute pleasure and uh we will be back same time next week looking forward to it goodbye thanks bye-bye <laughs>